Hello and welcome to Sharp Tech. I'm Andrew Sharp, and this is a free preview of today's episode. Ben, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. You know, still sort of coming down from the high of the Celtics losing in the most hilarious way possible. So um, looking mm. forward to the finals, which will probably be brief, but, uh, you know, <laughs> enjoyable all the same. But yes, doing well. There you go. Well, I just finished recording our NBA Finals preview on Greatest of All Talk. You can listen to that. Go to the show notes. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I'm very excited about this series. I'm very excited that the Celtics lost. And it's a two-pod night here, so I'm very excited to get into it with you. Uh, Just a programming note, Ben is traveling to the Apple Bonanza next week, and we're going to be recording a little bit earlier for Monday's show. So email at sharptech.fm if you've got questions for us on the way into that show. Uh, Might make it a little pregame show to the Apple Super Bowl there. Uh, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts on the way in? I mean, I'm pretty excited. I mean, the you know, they released their sort of invitation broadly, which is like, you know, code new worlds. You know, I think it's, you know, I mean, I appreciate that it's about as obvious as it can be that, yes, the headset is definitely coming. Yes, there's going to be sort of a developer opportunity. And new Apple products are always fun. I mean, this is the first one since the the Apple Watch, you know, which is, mm-hmm. I think, nine years ago now. So that it's always a big deal, you know, hardware at the end of the day, like still really matters and no one does it like Apple. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite excited. I'm very, very excited. So headset talk all next week for now, Ben, oh, just, just one note on that though, because I am going back, not just for Apple, but I go back every summer and, and, and stay in the U S uh, we are going, this is the first time we've done sharp tech during the summer. So our, mm. you know, we may switch up our release schedule slightly, but I just appreciate people's sort of forbearance as we figure out what works for us. Um, but do keep the questions coming, especially in the summer when things do tend to slow down. Maybe we'll get a little silly, uh, which does tend to happen on summer <laughs> shows. You have a lot of experience of that doing an NBA podcast over the summer. Oh, my God. Years. Uh, the wasteland. Yeah. There's got to be more tech news during August than there is basketball news. Yeah, well, we are August, not so. ranking t- uh, 2000 era hip hop artists. However, <laughs> if you want to do 1990s era alternative bands, uh, I am oh, there wow. for you. So we can, we can see how it goes. Well, don't tease the listeners. Uh, Look, we'll get into alternative music later this summer. For now, let's go back a month. On April 24th, we had a brief segment centered on whether NVIDIA was about to become one of the most powerful companies on the planet. What was our takeaway? Do you remember? Uh, The takeaway was that the answer is yes, but TSMC is actually going to be the most powerful company on the planet. Um, And we were just talking about their business generally. And five weeks later, we have to follow up. And I want to start with a trivia question for you. Apple, Saudi Aramco, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon, PetroChina, Tesla, and Meta. Can you tell me, Ben, what these eight companies have in common? Uh, I presume companies that have reached a trillion dollar valuation. There you go. Each one of them at one point had a trillion dollar market cap, and that is a threshold that NVIDIA briefly crossed this week. It's since gone back down to a mere $934 billion as of recording time. Um, 
But either way, NVIDIA's earnings and the ensuing frenzy with the stock has been the biggest story on Wall Street for the past week or so. And I'll frame it with a story from the Wall Street Journal in case anyone hasn't been following any of this. Chip giant NVIDIA is starting to capitalize on the craze for language generating artificial intelligence, projecting a more than 64% jump in sales as the company rushes to get more processors in customer hands to satisfy booming interest in the technology. A new generation of advanced NVIDIA chips for AI calculations in data centers is in production, NVIDIA CEO Jensen Wong said, and quote, we are significantly increasing our supply to meet surging demand for them. NVIDIA's shares, which have more than doubled in value this year, surged over 25% in pre-market trading. The rise puts NVIDIA, the U.S.'s largest chip supplier by market value, on course for a record close and for a market cap comfortably above $900 billion. The company forecasts a record $11 billion in sales for the current quarter, far above the $7.2 billion Wall Street was expecting and what would be the highest quarterly total ever for the company. Quote, this demand has extended our data center visibility out a few quarters, and we have produced substantially higher supply for the second half of the year. Chief Financial Officer Colette Kress said on an earnings call. Um, so, Ben, a lot of the companies in the trillion dollar club were household names before they hit that milestone. Whereas I feel like a lot of normal people are still learning who NVIDIA is, what they do, what the value proposition is. So big picture, what aspect of their story do you find most interesting right now? Well, I mean, NVIDIA is is just sort of the obvious buy as far as AI goes. So this is all downstream from really ChatGPT. That's sort of the the moment that matters. This is a good example of what was the what was the bit on a previous episode where we were saying, yeah, we've seen this coming. Why are people surprised? Oh, ESPN, ESPN, like sort of going over the top, right? We're like, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they've been sort of talking about this and this reality for a while. And it's a, you know, everyone was was like shocked when when that news story came out that they're sort of, you know, exploring the option. It's like, why are you shocked? This has been news. And this is probably a similar example, both in two parts, both the NVIDIA bit and sort of the chat GPT bit. I think there's an argument where even in the moment for those of us in tech, chat GPT was clearly a big deal. I mean, you know, I I wrote about it the day after. It was clearly a big deal. It was something that was meaningfully different for people who had been following AI, this bit about this sort of RLHF, reinforcement learning, human feedback. The fact that it made such a big difference in usability was a real sort of eye-opening moment. Well, and and I go back to what you said about Apple hardware, where like it's big deal whenever they release hardware because it doesn't happen very often. Like ChatGPT was a similar case where lately it's rare to find tech that sort of takes your breath away and makes you go, Oh wow. Okay. Um, and that's what that did. And it sort of sent shockwaves even through like the normie community. Right. But I mean, but I was saying even from like my perspective, I think that I, you know, it it was clear in the moment it was a big deal, but I think even I personally, despite the fact I'm like, this is a big deal underappreciated the extent to which it was a big deal because I knew about GPT-2. I knew about GPT-3. I knew about Dolly and Stable Diffusion and MidJourney. And the fact that this capability was sort of emerging, what 
I, I probably failed to appreciate was the extent to which no one knew about any of this. And suddenly this product emerges and it was so easy to use and so straightforward. And all you do is go to a website, type a question, and it gets you, you know, starts generating stuff. And how wild this was for not just like normal people, but for example, uh, people on Wall Street or like CEOs of like other companies. And suddenly they're banging the door on their CTO saying, what are we going to do about this? This is clearly sort of a big deal. And I think that shockwave, this is where we're really starting to see it sort of manifest. If you're sort of a Wall Street person or a retail investor, and you're like, oh, my God, this is going to change the world. What do I buy? Well, the answer, the most straightforward answer is sort of NVIDIA. All right. And that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive every episode of this show, you can do so by subscribing to Stratechery Plus. That'll give you access to every Sharp Tech episode, all of our Sharp China episodes, the Dithering Podcast with Ben and John Gruber, daily analysis of the tech business from Ben, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come. If you'd like to become a subscriber, click the link in your show notes to get access to the entire Stratechery universe. Stratechery.